putting the South in your mouth. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, and we say that for two reasons. Because, yes, we have a Southern accent, and we have no shame in that. The other thing is, here on the Y'all Show, we accentuate the South. We're all about the South. And that's what we try to do each and every day, Monday through Friday, on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm I am your narrator here on the All Southern Program. I'm John Rawl. Hope you're doing well here on this Thursday as we work our way through the week and just a few more days left in the month of March. Hope y'all are getting ready for a big April. We've got Easter coming up in a few weeks. Some of you still haven't even been on spring break yet. I've got some updates on spring break in just a few minutes when we go through our headlines, especially if you're going down to the Panama City area. So we'll have info on that in headlines. Now, later this hour, you'll want to make sure you stick around. Thanks to the folks at y'all.com, we've got, speaking of spring break, the five fiction books that you need to take along this year on spring break. And I'm sorry if you've already been on spring break, we have missed out on the boat. Sorry about that. But if you haven't been, or maybe you're at the beach right now, or maybe you go to the mountains during spring break, it's the five fiction books you need to go purchase and have alongside you spring break 2019 yeehaw all that coming up in our buy the book feature in the next segment later this hour we've got a country music newcomer that's going to be joining us and hey let me go ahead and tell you all you baseball fans out there get ready get ready it's opening day today major league baseball is beginning its 162 game odyssey today like it, like high noon Eastern time is your first pitch. So congratulations. You made it through the last couple of months and I'm ready for somebody to usurp the Boston Red Sox. That's your defending world series champ. Could it be one of our Southern teams? Ooh, 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 ooh. I hope so, <laughs> but we'll find out. So it's opening day, major league baseball and Zach Stone's going to be our special guest. We go back to the CRS tapes feature. We were able to catch up with Zach when we were in Nashville for the country radio seminar. And Zach is going to talk baseball because Zach played collegiately, but he also just is a real baseball aficionado. So we're going to talk about this really talented Texan and his baseball career, but he's also here to talk about Ashes. That's his new EP that's out. And you can go to ZachStoneCountry.com to learn more about this darn talented Texan Zach Stone, Z A C H Stone is his last name. And he is going to be later this hour in our CRS tapes feature. When we get to hour two, we'll start it off with Festive South. And we've got seven Southern music festivals for you to have on your radar. Some are about to start, some actually won't be until well into the summer. But we're going to run through seven awesome music festivals in the South. So make your plans and we'll go through some of the talent that's going to be at these festivals when we get to the top of hour two today so if you like music festivals if you want to go hang out with a couple hundred thousand people that love to have fun at music festivals stick around hour two we've got just the right formula for you then in hour two it's our sec spotlight we've got a couple of college basketball coaches from the sec that we're going to hear from We've got audio from Rick Barnes, the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. We've got some great stuff coming from Bruce Pearl, head coach of the Auburn Tigers. And we have some audio from Tony Benford of LSU. Now, what do those three coaches all have in common? 
Well, there's another SEC coach that has something in common with these three, but we don't have audio from him, sadly. John Calabari, that is. Those coaches are all NCAA Sweet 16 bound. So we've got some audio from those great coaches, that trio of wonderful basketball coaches coming up in hour two in our SEC spotlight. And hey, the football guys are getting a little jealous. So as we wrap up today's show, we're going to hear from Kirby Smart, head coach of the Georgia Bulldog football program, as he had a presser this week. And we've got some info coming from the head coach of the dogs in our SEC spotlight. Plus, Tennessee fires its head women's basketball coach. We'll have info on the departure of Holly Warlick. All that in hour two of today's y'all show. If you want to reach us here on the program, our number is 803-816-1172. Our website is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Go on right there and get some awesome stories that you can read free of charge. And also you'll have access to some of our recent videos that we did last week in Daytona Beach, where we interviewed some of the great tourism professionals from throughout Dixie. All that on the homepage of y'all.com our twitter and instagram accounts are at y'all show you don't want to miss it here it's y'all and as we said at the top of the show talk with a southern accent now we go to the commonwealth of virginia and james alex fields jr that's the 21 year old who drove his car into that crowd in charlottesville virginia back in 2017 well he pleaded guilty on wednesday to the deadly car attack and he, he pleaded guilty to hate crimes associated with that hate crime where he drove his car and, and killed that woman there in virginia back in august 12th of 2017 now he pleaded guilty to 29 of 30 federal charges stemming from the unite the right rally in charlottesville and the one charge that he did not plead guilty to was one that involved a death penalty and the government took that off the table. So he's not going to be sent to the uh, death row or whatever you want to call it for his decision when he was roughly 19 years old to drive his car and, and kill that woman and injure many more. But this story continues, and he, had, by admitting and pleading guilty on Wednesday, he has admitted that he drove the car and did this because of the race and gender and all this going on with the crowd there that he intentionally plowed his car into the crowd who were protesting the white nationalists. So this man getting off of being executed by the government, but his plea, he, again, he admits that he intentionally drove that car into the crowd because of race, color, religion, and national origin. And now he'll be in jail I assume for the rest of his life, James Alex Fields Jr., who was from Ohio and drove down to Charlottesville to attend that 2017 rally. A Kentucky congressman has invited Democratic superstar Alexandria Cortez to the Commonwealth, and that would be Representative Andy Barr. He's invited Cortez to, quote, go underground to meet coal miners in his state. And the invitation came during a House Committee on Financial Services that met this week in Washington, D.C., Cortez responded that she'd be happy to tour a coal mine. <laughs> now, Barr has championed the coal industry, while Cortez's signature Green New Deal aims to tackle climate change by moving away from fossil fuels. So I don't know if she's going to really take him up on the offer or not. Remember, back in the 2016 election, it was Hillary Clinton's 
comment about West Virginia and I guess that whole region around Kentucky and Ohio, Pennsylvania about coal miners, that really set those people in that area off. And they did not come out and vote for the Democrats in 2016. And I don't know if that's going to be a major point of contention in 2020 for the president, but we'll have to see if the New York City native goes to the Kentucky coal mines real soon. A Maryland native and a graduate of the Military College of the Crescent City. There isn't one there in New Orleans. But he's a graduate of Tulane. A Tulane University alum is now the head of the Marine Corps. Congratulations to Lieutenant General David Berger, who was commissioned into the Marine Corps in 1981 after he graduated from TU in New Orleans, Louisiana. And he was an infantry officer, been serving, and now as a result of being the head of the Marines, he'll be a part of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Who knew that Tulane would provide the country its top Marine? Berger's a native of Woodbine, Maryland, has a wife and four sons. He served as a regimental combat team commander in Fallujah and a division commander in Afghanistan. And now he moves on to be the commandant of the Marine Corps. So all of you Marines out there, you've got a new leader. And with that, I have to say two things. Hullabaloo and roll wave. But let me add another thing, too. Semper Fi. Congratulations there to the Tulane alum, General Berger. A sad story coming from Walterboro, South Carolina, as the Colleton County School District there announced in a statement that 10-year-old Renaya Wright died Wednesday at the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston. And this young girl was severely injured during a school fight, and she had to be airlifted to Charleston for treatment, and she died just a few days after the altercation. And she was, again, 10 years old. The statement from the school district said that the community suffered a tremendous loss. Renaya was a wonderful student, loved to write, spent time with her friends, play basketball, and loved being a big sister. And she was actively involved in her church as a junior usher. According to school officials, the fifth grade student at Forest Hills Elementary School in Colleton County, South Carolina, was involved in a fight with another student in her classroom on Monday. As administrators broke up the altercation, they ended up having to call emergency personnel. But sadly, she died. I don't know how you could die from a fight at a school unless you were using objects, perhaps. But again, this 10-year-old, Renaya Wright, dying after a fight at school with another student. Sad story from the South Carolina Low Country. A Virginia police dog has been dubbed a hero after it found children lost in the woods, and it did this within 15 minutes. Now, that is one heck of a story coming from the Powhatan Sheriff's Office as the canine officer, canine, I guess you call him Bane is the name of this canine. He went out finding the two missing children on Saturday. The nostrils of this dog quite good as the kids were lost, but were found quite quite soon by Bane, B-A-N-E. And what a wonderful story. The children's parents and neighbors were frantically searching for the children for 45 minutes when they decided to call police. And that's when deputies and Bane teamed up to search for the children. And Bane proved to be successful after he found the two lost children, like I said, within 15 minutes of entering the woods. So 
Man, aren't dogs amazing? Police called it a job well done and treated the Dutch Shepherd and Belgian Malinois mixed to some ice cream from Chick-fil-A. Now, that is one lucky dog right there. But it's so great to know that our officers and law enforcement have wonderful canines out there working hard. And in this case, it wasn't about a drug bust and it wasn't about anything else like that. It was about finding two lost kids. And they were able to do that in Virginia thanks to the help of Bane. Atta boy, Bane. I guess you're a dog. I guess you're a male dog. The widow of the 1986 Challenger space shuttle, the one that went down in space, Ron McNair, a native of Lake City, South Carolina, his widow had to escape a fire that damaged her Houston area home near Johnson Space Center this week. This happened in El Lago near Houston, and Cheryl McNair, who later said her security system alerted her to the fire, was able to get out. She was alone at the home. And firefighters also were able to rescue her cat, Raka Jen, J-E-N. How about that? Assistant Fire Department spokesperson there in Texas says the cause remains under investigation, but it's narrowed to the attic where the electrical water heater was located. McNair is a founding director of the Challenger Center for Space Science Education, and that was created by families of the seven astronauts that were killed in January of 19. 86 can you believe it's been 33 years since the challenger went down and a sad thing that sad day there in florida when that thing went down after launching there from cape canaveral again she's the widow of ron mcnair part of the crew there of the space shuttle challenger and luckily her home is going to looks like it's going to be restored to some degree and she and her cat were able to get out before Things got a little too tense there in Texas. If you're planning to go to spring break this year and you're planning on going to the Panama City area and the area around there, and you're wondering about, hey, is my favorite place going to be open because of the damage caused by Hurricane Michael in 2018? Well, unfortunately, the awesome hotspot Club Lavella is still closed due to damage from the hurricane. The management in Panama City says they're working diligently to reopen the facility as soon as possible. They say it's closed temporarily. It's the largest nightclub in the country and a top Florida spring break destination since 1984. And you know, if you've been to Panama City at spring break, and I have not, I have not. I did not go there as a child. I still have never been to Panama City. I've been around it on my way to Apalachicola, but Club Lavella is still closed and it's because of hurricane michael but some of you out there you know what i'm talking about and maybe this thing should have temporarily temporarily shut down in the past because of the way you acted in that place you know who you are (laughs) but hopefully it'll get back open soon and we don't want to forget all of our friends on the panhandle of florida and the emerald coast who are still cleaning up the awful awful mess from hurricane michael now hurricane michael wasn't the culprit of this fire but in Grayton Beach, Florida, the Red Bar was destroyed by a fire in February. Now, they're working to rebuild this popular spot there on 30A, and they're hoping that you can help out. You can purchase a T-shirt to assist with the recovery at, with the Red Bar. You can go to Rebuild Red Bar. Redbargear.com is the website. And they put a statement out saying, Thank you, guys, for the love and support. We have now officially launched our shirt thanks to 30A check it out on our website and i've been to red bar it's a cash only place there in grayton beach but they hopefully will be back up soon because that's a popular place all year 
when they're open there at the Red Bar on 30A South Walton, Florida. Now, how could a smarty pants, liberal, Yankee, whatever the heck he is, Keith Oberman, get into the middle of a southern boy hunting turkeys? But that's exactly what's happened as the TV commentator and ESPN personality tweeted an article that the Jackson, Mississippi Clarion Ledger published this week from its outdoor editor. And it was an article that said, Hunter Bags Bizarre White Turkey. This turkey hunter was from Kiln, Mississippi, the hometown of one Brett Favre. And Hunter Waltman shot this turkey recently and put a picture out saying that he was shaking. He was so nervous. A beautiful white turkey he was able to take down now that turkey season is open. Well, Keith Olbermann criticized the story and says that now ESPN spoken to Olbermann about his criticism and the commentator tweeted an article that came out from the clarion ledger this week so again you don't mess with a mississippi turkey hunter keith alberman and <laughs> he called on twitter waltman the hunter a pea brain scumbag for killing a turkey now this was a beautiful turkey i mean most turkeys don't look like this one but perfectly legal and again the clarion ledger there in mississippi put it out there on social media the article and keith alberman did not like it and our last headline comes from the Tar Heel State, where a North Carolina man won a million dollars in the recent Powerball drawing. But boy, what a surprise it was for Lloyd Dockery of Lowell, North Carolina, because when he went into the convenience store last Saturday and bought the ticket, he, he didn't know he was going to have a winner. Of course, none of us really know at the time, but when the announcement of the winner was made, he said he pulled out his ticket and checked four times to ensure that he indeed won. He said he almost bought two tickets, but decided that if he's going to win, that he only needs one. He, and, and get this. This is what Mr. Dockery plans to do with his nice payday from the North Carolina Education Lottery. He's going to use his $707,000 to give to his church, pay off his house, and he's also going to get a new guitar. And I hope you strum it well. Lloyd Dockery, Lowell, North Carolina's latest lottery winner great job there when we come back on the y'all show we've got a quick look at some of the books you might want to take along for spring break that's up next on y'all stay with us Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey, constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car, you're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant, and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved, and made his other dream come true. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I- 
show this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. User get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. There's a great big mystery. And it sure is worrying me, this ditty war ditty, this ditty war ditty. I wish somebody would tell me what ditty war ditty means. The little girl about four feet four. We are back. It's y'all. Talk with a southern accent rolling on on this Thursday. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back here on Twitter. We are at Y'all Show. And go to y'all.com for all the latest shows and more. And from y'all.com, writer Clark Shelton has an article up right now that I'm going to pull from and promote here on the show. It's the article, Five Fiction Books. For spring break, if you've been to spring break and you're looking for maybe something to add before the weekend comes or you're getting ready for spring break, here are some great choices, thanks to Clark and the folks at y'all.com. Hey, perfect for the old bag when you go out to the beach. So don't forget this. Okay, here's your five books that you need to have on spring break. These are all fiction books, by the way. Sir Kay, it's a triumph of storytelling that you want to admit it's from a new york times bestseller madeline miller and and it's awesome called circa c-i-c-i-r-c-e also tommy orange's debut novel there there it follows 12 american indians living in oakland california over several decades there there fiction also washington black and this is a novel that introduces george washington black Wash, at 11 years old, enslaved on a sugar plantation in Barbados. And this novel was a finalist for the Man Booker Prize. Washington Black, a novel that you might want to take on the beach this year. Also, Ling Ma's Severance, which is a quiet and often darkly funny spin on the much-discussed zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that that thing's getting a lot of attention these days, zombie apocalypse. I know it was in a commercial here that I saw constantly played on television that Severance is a fiction book you might want to put in the old beach bag this year. And finally, from y'all.com, another book to include, according to Clark Shelton, Red Clocks, and this is Lenny Zemus's book. It's a quietly explosive novel that follows in the footsteps of The Handmaid's Tale, but tells a story all its own, as it's about four women in a not-so-distant future where national laws govern all fertility matters. <laughs> and there you have it, the pics from y'all.com, the books that you might want to take out on the beach or to the lake if you're happy to enjoy spring break this week or getting ready for it some fiction books five of them 
that you could enjoy for spring break 2019 now maybe that was up your alley some of those eh, are a little a little too feminine for me and maybe a too too little bit zombie apocalypse for yours truly but hey if you like that kind of stuff these are great choices go to your local bookstore and pick them up and have them right there next to the sunscreen when you hit the beach this year we're going to hit nashville music city usa next on the y'all show we're going to have an awesome newcomer join us zach stone he is from the lone star state he wears a cowboy hat and he also wears a baseball hat it's opening day in major league baseball today and zach's a baseball guru he played college baseball at belmont and he just is going to talk to about he's just going to talk baseball and country music it doesn't get much better than that he should have talked college football and that would have definitely been what we wanted from him but no that's fine we're going to have a great conversation it's zach stone he's got an album out called ashes and we're going to talk all about it after the break on y'all talk with a southern accent don't you go anywhere And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's observe the inflatable noodle man. His constant undulating entices people to look at me, look at me. He's tireless and brainless, a literal airhead. Curiously, however, the inflatable noodle man, when hearing that Geico not only saves people money, but also has an award-winning app that makes it easy to manage one's policy, he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Just ask an inflatable noodle man. Carefully, they are unpredictable creatures. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Drag on this midnight cigarette. We got one more can of gasoline that we ain't burned yet. Let me like a sing about it's a light this night on fire. We're going up in flames anyway, baby. Let's take them higher. That's a light that spark. One last time. 
It's the Y'all Show from the Country Radio Seminar. <laughs> our great interviews continue. And our next guest just won the award for the nicest guest we've had here on the Y'all <laughs> Show because he brings gifts. Zach Stone. He's got this hey, called Ashes. And he brought me a little nice Valentine's, post-Valentine's treat, you could call it, of candy. Thank you, Zach. Yes, absolutely. Hey, they're M&M's. Everybody loves oh, M&M's. That what that is? So, yeah. Wow. He's got all kind of great things that I should have learned a long time ago. <laughs> sorry and Lonely. That's the new single, Sorry, oh, okay. sorry and Lonely. So these are like customized M&M's. Yeah, they are. Look at there. That is pretty but sharp. If they weren't customized, they'd just be really sad M&M's. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, is, that is really That'd be cool. like a disgruntled employee at the M&M factory. Is like. Yeah. Well, you are a talented artist, and we're just glad that you could take some time out here at the radio seminar. Thanks, man. Come talk to us, and you have had your website going for a while, Zach Stone Country. His first name, by the way, is Z-A-C-H yes. Stone Country, and the website ZachStoneCountry.com. What got you into this whole music thing? Oh, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> it started as just a fun thing to do on weekends. You know, it was my, when I was 12, my mom came and said, hey, you know how you're singing all the time? And I said, yeah. She said, you know, there's this place down the street that would let you do that, you know, and you could sing for all these people. And I was like, okay. She said, does that sound like something you'd want to do? And I said, yeah. And so I went and I did it. And it was, you know, you're 12 years old. You just kind of do whatever's fun. I bet it and went so over well, didn't it? It was great. It was a ton of fun. And so friends started coming out and I was playing there often. And I started playing other places and doing shows all over the place. And it just, it just felt like a fun gig for a kid to have. You know, I didn't, I didn't think about, oh, this is a career. Oh, this is a thing. Like I just, it was just fun to do. And then, uh, as I became a teenager, it started to become, you know, oh shoot, I can make some money at this. And then it was like, oh, I could make a career out of this. And so it just kind of slowly became more and more and more. You grew up in the Lone Star State. What's your home? I did. Uh, specifically Arlington, Texas. Oh, it's near Dallas area. I know where Arlington is. Yeah. Home of the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Jerry World. They're building That's a new stadium. Team. They are. They and are. Is it going to be ready this year? Next year, 2020. I'm a little sad. Uh, I'm a little sad to see the old stadium go. So well, many, did you, so did many you know memories. What's gonna happen? The ballpark at Arlington. Uh, yeah, it's becoming a football yeah. stadium for the XFL. The XFL, the, and, and that's where Bob Stoops, the old Oklahoma head coach, is going to be coaching yeah. the XFL franchise in Arlington. We'll see. We'll see how all that goes. They're going to repurpose that. To, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot of faith in the XFL, but. and I guess it also might be used for UT. Hey, do they have a football team? University of Texas Arlington? They might. I know they got a baseball team, but I don't know about their football team. Yeah, well, if they don't, they probably will have a venue if they ever wanted to start a program. Because it's Absolutely. At UTSA, that's been a relative success. North Texas has yeah. a team. We cover all kinds of things here on the Y'all Show, Zach. We cover music, sports, politics. Absolutely. Cooking, travel. All sometimes the politics of cooking for sports. You got it. You got it. Now, you did leave the Lone Star State upon I did. reaching your manhood, I guess you could say. <laughs> and yeah. you decided to go to Belmont University in Nashville. And I you did. became a Bruin. So talk about Belmont how, Bruins, baby. how you determined that studying the business of music would be a good thing to do in college. You know, I, I just wanted to go where the music was. And uh, one of the things, I, I was a big baseball player. That was my game. That was my thing. And so uh, 
I was getting a lot of offers to go play baseball at schools, and I thought, that's great. But I, I wanted to make sure I was still studying something that mattered, something something I could get into as opposed to just you know getting a, a blow-off degree trying to become go pro at baseball. Um, I wanted to make sure that my time in school was valuable. And so when someone introduced me to Belmont, it was a Division One baseball school in Nashville with the music business program. And I was like, well, that's awesome. I can learn about... It was a home run. Yeah, it was a home run. Love it. <laughs> you know, I could learn about the music industry and like what doing this would be like while I keep pursuing my baseball career. Did you played for the Bruins? And uh, yeah, so my freshman year I was with the team and, and uh, I sophomore year transitioned away from baseball and into music full time. And uh, it's it's really been worth it. I mean, the... It's, it was very, very difficult to leave baseball behind, but it was, uh, it's been very, re- uh, not revealing, rewarding to change into music and to start doing everything. And God has just opened some incredible doors uh, with music, and I, I'm just so happy to be where I'm at. So is it bittersweet for you knowing that college baseball is essentially here and the major league teams have all reported to camp for pitchers and catchers and such? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's always every year draft season is always a little bittersweet, you know, watching kids I grew up with. It's as as I'm starting to get out farther out of college, not so much, but every now and then I'll see someone's name pop up, a friend of mine that, you know, I grew up playing with gets drafted, uh, whether it's in college or, you know, out of high school or something. So that's always great news, but it's all you know, yeah, it's always a little like Man, those were the days, you know. Well, all you MLB scouts watching this right now or listening here, <laughs> Zach Stone, if you make him the right deal, he might just have to put his musical on hold Ooh. for about $50 billion contract <laughs> if you can get $50 billion. That was That's the number I had in my head. Yeah, that's yeah. the number. Yeah. I said with a B, by the way. With a B, yeah, billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think you can do it. $50 million. <laughs> Yeah, who needs that? Who needs now, what it? position were you? I was a center fielder. Oh. Yeah. You have a good arm? Uh, it wasn't so much the arm, it was the running. I could track down balls, good defense, uh, good base running, and I got on base real well. That was I didn't hit a lot of home runs, but I got on base a lot. And that was my that was my specialty, was getting on base, stealing bases and right. making great catches in the outfield. What was your on field nickname? My on field nickname? <laughs> I don't know that I had one. You didn't I definitely didn't have I'm thinking of a couple and none of them I can say on air. Oh, <laughs> Well, I did not make them up. I did not ask for them. They were were given to me. (laughs) We're talking to Zach Stone on the Y'all Show Talk with us. I'll give you. I'll give you one. I just thought of one. Caddyshack. I used to have. uh, I grew out my hair for a whole year once, just for fun, and so I had these big, long, flowing locks. And when I put my baseball cap on, they said I looked like the the caddy, the main kid in Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. And so for a while, they called me Caddyshack. Andrew, I think, might have been his name. Is that his name? I, I think. It's been. I just remember Rodney Dangerfield's, Dangerfield's Red Rolls Royce. That was the best part of the whole movie for me. Yeah, I just, I just remember Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> in that movie. What an awesome, awesome film! All right, let's talk about this upcoming project you got. Yeah, you don't even have anything for me to listen to, but tell me about it. Sorry and Lonely is the single. It's out right now. It's on iTunes and Spotify, and that's uh, that's the main thing. The music video for that is fantastic. Um, the music video for Sorry and Lonely is probably the thing I'm most proud of in my entire career um, so far. And uh, who shot I, it? A friend of mine named Randy. His name's Randy Schaefer, and he is a he's a great videographer and photographer. And uh, we've done a couple other projects. We did my four letter word video together. We did. Um, he's shot a lot of my photos that you would see on my website and whatnot. He's 
he's a great dude and uh he worked with me on this a long time to really make sure that we got the right vision and made everything come together and it looks great so how can people that's watch my that? favorite thing it's on youtube youtube oh, yeah. would be the best I mean, place on to your find website, it there's x song kind of- uh, i think it's on the website too i guess i just always go to youtube when i want to see a video that's my go-to <laughs> yeah, i just didn't know as an artist if it's better yeah. people go to your website oh first Man, my thought, as long as you hear it and see it, that makes me happy. Yeah. You know, then reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is and Snapchat and let me know that you liked it and you saw it. Well, I'm excited to listen to some of this stuff. And you wrote some of these songs, so... I wrote all of those songs. Okay, I see you co-wrote. Yes, co-wrote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, co-wrote. Do you write any all by yourself? I write a little bit by myself, but I always like uh, I always like having a second opinion. I always like going in, to, you know, to a friend and saying, "Hey, this is what I'm working on, and this is where I'm at. What do you think?" And then they usually have a thought of like, "Well, here's what I'd take it. You know, here's what I'd do with that, or here's where I'd go." And uh, I usually trust. You know, I usually write with people I really trust, and um, it always ends up being better that way. You also have a music video out for one more night, four letter one la- word, and one like la- one last night. Um, is actually the name of that. That's oh, a typo. It is. That's a typo. incredible. I think I corrected that typo too, and someone didn't change it. I thought my eyes were going <laughs> bad, but I'm sitting here. No, you're right. One. That's one, incredible. Last night. One last night. I'm gonna give a grade on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a flashback. I got I got too many of that in high school. I don't need more. I don't need more. Come on, you're an athlete. You probably didn't have to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I went to a private school. I used to go to a school where I got by like that, uh-huh. and my parents found out about it, and they were like, nuh-uh. And so they put me in a school where they would not let that happen, and that was a struggle for me. <laughs> Darn parents, they always kind of... Don't you hate when they want what's best for you? Yeah, that's terrible. What a struggle. Well, we want what's best for you, and one of the things that you've done in your career already, you've been an opening act for some really cool people like Jared Neiman, yeah. Chuck Wicks, the pride of Delaware. Little Texas. Chuck is great. Yeah, yeah. I got to go on his bus and meet his little dogs. Uh, he is married to... He married somebody really, like, famous. I don't know. Maybe they're not married. Carrie anymore. Underwood. No. I'll think. Is he married Joan to... Joan Van Ark. No. <laughs> I got nothing. No, no, just... <laughs> I'll have to look it up, Chuck Wicks. Yeah, he, he married her. Okay. Because like I haven't heard much from him lately. You also opened up for... He's Savannah. a good dude. Who? Chuck. Oh, okay. Chuck was fun. Uh, Daryl Worley, the proud of Savannah, Tennessee. Yes. And my boy from South Carolina, tall. Aaron Tippin. Aaron Tippin. I write with his son Tom a lot. Tom? Yeah, Tom is his son. Okay. Tom, Thomas Tippin. He's a good dude. All right. Well, I remember, I'm sure it's the same kid, but Aaron used to always brag about his son, Teddy. He's got two sons. Oh, okay. I was about to say, did Teddy What did he ever Tom? say about Tom? I never heard anything about Tom. <laughs> But Good. I'm going to tell at Tom the that. Time that Aaron, Aaron was <laughs> booming. His Teddy was very young. Teddy was a kid. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure. Tom yeah, he's older. 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 Tom's the youngest. Okay. All right. Well, Aaron Tippin, you've opened for him. Aaron Tippin and a bunch of other people. So that, <laughs> what, what's it like to get to hang out with some of these people that you probably grew up listening to? Man, it's. It, I mean, to say it's cool is like an understatement, and it feels like it's not saying enough. The it's just so much fun to recognize that they're real people and to get to go and, you know, walk on. Chuck Chuck looks at me and goes, hey, do you want to go have a beer on my bus? And I was like, no, of, I don't. Of course. Absolutely. So we walked, you know, we walked away from the fairgrounds a little bit. We went up on his bus and he's like, 
hey, these are my two dogs. And I was like, what's it like having dogs on the road? And he's like, it's fun. He's like, fortunately, these don't shed, you know, and that's the idea. And like, it was just such a normal, you know, it wasn't what's the new single. It wasn't, you know, what's next. You know, we, we always talk about the music, which is fun, but it's, it's fun to see these people that, when you watch them on TV, all they ever talk about is what they're doing, and they never talk about necessarily who they are. And so it was just really, it's just really cool to get to see Aaron and meet his wife and meet Tom, you know, and, yeah. oh, Tom's doing music, cool, that's awesome, and then start writing with them and hear about how much Aaron likes to, you know, go hunting and hear about what they do on the weekends and what they do when they're not in studio. It's just fun. While we're talking about Chuck Wicks to go down memory figure lane. It out. His big song, of course, was 2007, yep. Stealing Cinderella. I'm the one who's stealing Cinderella. Hey. I always loved, he had a, a song called Man of the House that I always loved. All right. He dated Julianne Huff. Oh. And had a pretty... They're um, not married? Not married, but he is. Here's some breaking Chuck Wicks news here on the Y'all Show. <laughs> In 2018, he announced he is dating Casey Williams Morstad, the sister of country music singer Jason Aldean. No way. That according to the experts at Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. Wikipedia is usually right. I believe it. Yeah, whatever. So Chuck has a thing for, I guess, the the famous people. The famous. I remember when he was with Julianne. The famous country girls. Julianne Huff. I tell you what, she is beautiful. Yes, she is. And especially because she's got the dancing thing going. And I would love for her brother, Derek. I want to take some dancing lessons from that guy. He's a beast. They were, but my mom loved to watch Dancing with the Stars, so I'm more than familiar with the Huff family. Right, I'm kind of getting a little nervous here. <laughs> with Zach Stone here on the Y'all Show, we better start talking baseball before we let you go to steer the ship back. Yeah. Uh, who's going to win the World Series this year? This year? Yeah. You know, the it's Stro- hot. The Strohs have been a really good team. I'm not a Yankees fan, but I feel like the Yankees have a shot. I, I think the Dodgers are going to crap out about – halfway through the playoffs i think they'll make it but i think they'll struggle um man you know i think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the reds this year they've kind of gone in like a a win win now mode you know they traded well they got yaziel puig they traded for uh um sunny gray they've got they've got a really interesting staff of people there and that's going to be fascinating to watch the reds and what they do um and man, I think. Uh, what about the Rangers? I think the Rangers are still a year or two away, but we've got we got a veteran pitching staff, all of whom, you heard that right, all of whom are coming off Tommy John surgeries at some time in their career. Jeez. So, I think that might be a little rough, but I think we'll have some good breakout candidates that we can trade halfway through the season and pick up some good prospects. Who's managing Texas now, Chris Woodward. He was with the Dodgers okay. last year and uh, real analytic guy, really into the new age baseball and can really translate how to take those numbers and turn them into results. You know, on the field because I get it's hard to you know look at a guy and go, hey, you know your your curveball spin rate just isn't high enough, and as a player to go, okay. What, what do I do about that? You know, and, yeah. and having been with the Dodgers, that's a team that uses analytics really well. And I think Chris is going to have a great time working with those guys and being able to translate what do the numbers mean in a tangible way. Well, as a Braves fan, it was hard for me to sit out there and see yeah. Ron Washington. 
Wash. Love Ron. He is was and may still be. They make so many transactions in baseball. He was a, a coach for the Braves last year. Yeah. I guess he's still there this year. I don't know if he's still there or not. He probably is. Okay. I don't know why not. But why, what happened with him in Texas? Well, he was a good manager. I liked him. He was old school. He was the old school hard nose. Of course, he was back with uh, – he was the third base coach for the, the A's. That's kind of where he – not got his start, but uh, that was where his coaching career really, because that was when Moneyball yeah. was going on, and, and uh, so we gave him an opportunity to be the head coach with us. He led us to two World Series. Yes, it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. And then uh, I, my understanding, I don't want to you know air the no, man's no, dirty no, laundry, no, but let's do it. <laughs> my my understanding is uh, he struggled with some things personally, specifically uh, with the, he came out and he he did come out and say that he had struggled with like infidelity with his wife, and that that was something that he wanted to step back and take some time to like and so he stepped down that wasn't like he got fired okay. he stepped down no, and I, said I, I man he was like i want to go and focus on my marriage right now he wanted to go down in the minor my understanding is he's still he's still married so I, I guess they worked it out which is awesome to hear yeah so it was obviously for the best but Sounds like I, a good country I, song. I still love wash and, and yeah. miss him well i mean he's such a uh, i mean he's just a great know, dude. Uh, I guess he's the only coach to ever take the Rangers to the World Series. Yeah, yep. And he did it back-to-back years? Back-to-back years. Did they win any of those games? The games, yes. The series, no. I knew no. that they win the series. I thought they got swept one time. Uh, well, we went, we went 4-1. and one. We went down 4-1 and one with the Giants in 2010. They beat us pretty handily. But, man, the, the 2011 with the Cardinals is probably one of the best World Series of all time. And the Cardinals won it. And we were a strike away from winning the World Series twice. Twice. Uh, in different games. Different games. We, in, game, in game six, we had it. And they came back and they beat us. And then in game seven, we had it, and they came back and they beat us. And it was Crazy thing about devastating. That, I that, cried. That's why you don't need to be playing baseball. You need to be singing because Dude, you, just can't have, you don't have that kind of – I cried, man. I was so – You should have cried. My, my two favorite teams are the Rangers and the Cardinals, and that's always been easy because they never play each other. One's National League, one's American League. They never play each other. And, uh, and if they do, it's regular season and it doesn't really matter. And uh, – but man, when they so when they came together, that was the first time I'd ever seen them play against each other ever, and it was in the World Series. And I remember people saying, "Who are you rooting for?" And I'd be like, "You know, man, I don't know. I'm just glad my two favorite teams are in it." And then when the Rangers lost, I cried, and I remember calling my mom and going, "I know who my favorite team is now. <laughs> it's the Rangers. I can't like I have too much love for them." Texas Rangers talk here with Zach Stone on the Y'all Show, the show that love covers it. Texas and Oklahoma. Mississippi and Tennessee, even states like North and South Carolina. Zach, thank you for stopping by. We wish Absolutely, you all the best. Man. And again, thank you all for the having website. me. It's Zach with a Z A C H, ZachStoneCountry.com. There's the CD if you happen to watch us. And by the way, if you're listening to us here on the Y'all Show, go to our YouTube channel via yes. y'all.com and see all the great interviews that we've done here at the Country Radio Seminar. And you'll see, <laughs> not just here, but you'll see Zach Stone. Right here, center fielder and all. <laughs> the Y'all Show with John Raw. We'll be right back. Play ball. Last one to see it when you're blinded by love. Think it is, but it isn't just another day because everything you think you know, hit it out the door. Surrounded by your friends, surrounded by your things. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hey, dude, you you going to a music festival here this year? Yeah, yeah this is the 50th year of Woodstock. And we got some music festivals here in the South, dude. <laughs> All right, I need to get rid of that one. Uh, that voice isn't working out too good. Welcome into the second hour of this Thursday Y'all Show with the General John Rawl, the general of all things Southern including music festivals. We've got seven music festivals coming up soon in the South that we have just got to relay where they are, the dates, some of the musical acts, and as an extra added value bonus here on today's Y'all Show, I'm going to throw in the General's Special Order, and we're going to have an eighth festival that I'll throw in at the end because these other seven ones, uh, they're not doing too good at promoting country music, so I've got to... Got to get my country music people. I got to take care of my people. <laughs> so we'll tell you about that in just a second. Also, later this hour, it's our SEC Spotlight. You don't want to miss out. We've got four SEC teams in the Sweet 16. A few of those suiting up tonight. We have the info. In fact, we're going to hear from Tennessee head basketball coach Rick Barnes. Auburn basketball coach and also used to be the head man on Rocky Top, Bruce Pearl. And Tony Benford, the interim head coach of the LSU Tigers. Those three basketball skippers are going to be heard in our SEC spotlight toward the bottom of this hour. And as we get out of here today, we've got some news on some coaching changes, both for men and women in the SEC. A new head basketball coach for the boys in Alabama. And 
a changing of the guard for the girls on Rocky Top. We'll have all that info in our SEC Spotlight. Then we also have some football-related stuff to get to you today. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, Kirby Smart. He was a little long-winded during his opportunity with the media this week in Athens, and we're going to hear from the head coach of the Dogs at the end of this hour. So a lot of good stuff coming out your way if you just stick right here on the All Southern Program. If you want to connect to us here on the All Southern Program, our number is 803-816-1170 and go to our com for links to the show and much more great stories of all types on y'all.com. You, you don't want to miss out. You want to be part of the inaugural fun here in our first month of the relaunch, of course. This month's coming to an end, so you better get on there real, real quick. Okay, as promised, we've got seven Southern music festivals that are coming up that are going to be worth the trip. This is our Festive South feature, and you might want to make your plans, as the first one is going to be about a month away. Again, seven Southern music festivals worth the trip here in 2019. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? The first comes April 25th through May 5th. You can join Jimmy Buffett and more at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Chris Stapleton will be there. And a bunch of other A-list singers and more. Pitbull will be there. Oh, all kinds of great music, plus food, culture, and more at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Did I did I say that Santana would be there? It's the 50th anniversary this year. Diana Ross. Wow, she's going to be there. New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. The website is nojazzfest.com. Check it out and enjoy a wild couple of days in the Big Easy, a place that's never wild, (laughs) never wild in New Orleans. Well, at least for these a little bit more than a week, I guess, April 25th through May 5th, a lot of great talent. Earth, Wind, Fire will be there and more oh yeah so many people i mean it's 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 one of the biggest in the country if not maybe the biggest that includes various types of music the new orleans jazz and heritage festival coming up at the end of april that's just one of seven y'all ready to move on well let's move up that mighty mississippi to memphis tennessee and the bill street music festival now this is going to be an awesome event taking place along the banks of the mississippi May 3rd through May 5th. Now, you want to know the lineup? Just like the Big Easy, great talent in Memphis, Dave Matthews Band will be there, Cardi B. Also, you've got Flogging Molly, Big Boy, Echo Smith. I like that song they had out a couple of years ago. Riley Green, Saving Abel. And just tons and tons and tons of talent coming to Memphis. Blind Mississippi Morris will be there, too. So kind of like New Orleans, uh, diverse talent, although I don't see any big country music acts as part of this. So step up your game there, Bill Street. But uh, Memphis in May's Bill Street Music Festival taking place in Memphis early May. May 3rd through 5th there at the park overlooking the Mississippi River in downtown Memphis. Now... In the capital city of the Peach State, that same weekend in Memphis, you better make up your mind if you're really into music festivals because you've got quite a, a dilemma because you can either go to Bill Street or you can go to the Shaky Knees Festival in Atlanta. 
going on May through 3rd through 5th at Central Park. The lineup for this year's, it's impressive. Beck, Incubus, Tears for Fears, Gary Clark Jr., Deer Hunter, Tyler Childers, all kinds of acts. The Nude Party. I don't know what they sing, but the name is intriguing. <laughs> Bad Books, Yellow Days, The Struts. Maybe you've heard of some of these acts. All at the Shaky Knees Music Festival. Again, in Central Park, not the one in New York, but the one in Atlanta, Georgia. The website is shakyneesfestival.com. You can go on and get the entire lineup and order your tickets in advance. A an event has been going on a couple years now, and you have plenty of talent there in Atlanta at this event. And Atlanta in early May is tolerable. Uh, June, July, August, that not so tolerable for an outside music festival, whether it's the heat or the skeeters. I know Atlanta well, and <laughs> I don't think this festival would work beyond May 3rd through 5th. So that is the Shaky Knees Festival there in Atlanta. All right, that's just the third of seven. Plus, we're going to throw in an extra added value bonus music festival here today on the Y'all Show for you as we go through the music festivals worth the trip here in 2019. You ready for the next one? Well, let's move on into middle May for our next music festival. Let's go down to the Gulf Coast in Gulf Shores, Alabama. It's the Hangout Fest, May 16th through the 19th. You can get single-day tickets and more at the website hangoutmusicfest.com. Here's their lineup. You ready for this? This this multi-day event? Travis Scott, Vampire Weekend, The 1975, Walk the Moon, Jimmy Eat World, The Lumineers, Cardi B, she's going to be in Gulf Shores for this, B.B. Rexa, who's had a big hit with Florida Georgia Line, Grizz, you also have Alice in Wonderland, Flora Cash, Bishop Briggs, Hippie Sabotage, and more. It's the Hangout Fest in Gulf Shores, and I'll be quite honest, I've seen the photos of all seven of these events that are coming up soon, music festivals, where you can go have a good time, dude, <laughs> and I can assure you there's not a better visual location out of all of these festivals than what you're going to find in Gulf Shores. They turn the stage crooked there on the beach in Gulf Shores, and people line up all along the Alabama Gulf Coast and, and watch this concert. It is quite a beautiful picture there. And I bet you it's just as beautiful in person. The Hangout Music Fest, and the website is hangoutmusicfest.com, coming in mid-May to Gulf Shores, Alabama. They call it a music vacation. And for a lot of people, remember, come mid-May, they're going to be out. The kiddies, mostly, at least the ones in college, will be out of school. So this will be their first kind of hangout, a, a chance to let off some steam there in the beautiful Gulf Shores and Orange Beach area of Alabama. And looks like a lot of fun and a very, very stacked lineup coming in mid-May at Hangout Fest. Okay, you ready for another one? This one probably wins the award for the one that's got the most press in the last decade or so. This one has been going on for a number of years now, and it is 
kind of our southern Woodstock. You know, Manchester, Tennessee. June 13th through 16th this year, it's Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. I remember when this thing got going about 20 years ago, and you, you had to think, who in the right mind would go to Manchester? Although a lovely place. I was just in Manchester the other day. Even scooted down to Tullahoma and Shelbyville while in the area. But yeah, this kind of uh, eclectic music festival kind of spun off of the whole widespread panic fame and it's it's going strong they shut down interstate 24 each year when this thing goes on in southern middle tennessee bonnaroo music and arts festival now who all is going to be on this year's lineup well how about this it gets started on the first day june 13th with a grand old opry presentation with a bunch of guests coming from nashville for bonnaroo now that's a very cool thing that they would even allow the Grand Ole Opry to have a presence there at Bonnaroo. And kudos for the Opry for playing ball, getting that Opry brand out to people beyond Nashville. Now, they didn't have to go very far, about four counties away, but still a great thing. I think that's, I should know the name of that county. Bedford County, I think, is is Manchester. Bedford County in southern middle Tennessee, kind of sandwiched between Murfreesboro and winchester is where we're talking about winchester tennessee that is hometown of one dinah shore and phil former former tennessee vols head football coach and current athletic director from winchester tennessee Woo! bringing your southern middle tennessee knowledge here today you know what else is in that part of tennessee a couple of uh tennessee whiskey makers george dickel and uh what's that other one yeah jack daniels all right there in that little part of the state of tennessee pretty neat stuff but bonnaroo might be kind of taking the press away from so those famous whiskey makers because it, it it's a big deal now who else is on bonnaroo this year where you can go to the website bonnaroo.com and get tickets b-o-n-n-a-r-o-o.com in addition to the opry stars that are coming which i don't know who that's going to be they don't have that listed but I'm sure there'll be names you've heard of. In addition to the Opry folks, you'll have Fish. Childish Gambino will be there on the Friday event. You also have the Avat Brothers. They've had some great hits here lately. There's about 15 to 20 acts each day there. I'm only kind of listing some of the headliners. Also on that day, Friday, you have Girl Talk performing. Now, when you move to Saturday of Bonnaroo, Post Malone, Odessa, you also have Casey Musgraves. Wow, the Grammy winner. She'll be there in Manchester for this year's Bonnaroo. John Prine also performing at this year's Bonnaroo on the Saturday. Now, when you get to Sunday, the Sabbath, Fish is going to perform two sets. So Fish is going to be there on Friday and stick around till Saturday, I guess. Maybe they're going somewhere else Saturday. But Fish has two sets on Sunday. That's kind of neat. The Lumineers performing. Cardi B, boy, she is on the music festival circuit. She's at Bonnaroo on June 16th. You have Brandy Carlisle and Walk the Moon and a whole bunch of other acts all participating in the, I, I don't have the number, it's, it's, it's getting close to 20 years of the Bonnaroo experience in Manchester, Tennessee. It's the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival this year, June 13th through 16th. Bonnaroo.com is the website. All right, that's Manchester. Now, let's take you to the edge of Dixie on the indiana border to louisville where this year they have the forecastle f-o-r-e forecastle music art activism 
That's the key there for the Forecastle Fest. This is July 12th through 14th in Louisville, Kentucky. You can go to forecast forecastlefest.com and get your tickets. Now, who all is performing at this particular event? The Avet Brothers will be there. Also, The Killers, Maggie Rogers, Nelly. Nelly's going to be there. You also have Midland, great country music act. First Aid Kit, I like the name of that. Moon Taxi. You have Jungle. Lucius, I guess is the name. Looks like a duo. Anderson East. Lettuce. Where do they come up with these names? (laughs) The Midnight. Also, Cramp. PJ Morton. And a whole bunch of other ones. If I see any more that I recognize, I'll throw it out here. But uh, a very stacked lineup also in Louisville for this particular music fest. It's Forecastle Fest coming to Louisville, Kentucky. As we said, that's going to be July 12th through 14th, right in the middle of the summer. You can head to Louisville for a great weekend there. And the final festival to rattle off here before we get to our added super value of extra Burger King special today. It's the Lockin Festival in Arrington, Virginia, and that is going to be held toward the end of the summer, August 22nd through 25th. Now, this is a festival that is located kind of in the western edge of Virginia. It's about halfway between Charlottesville and Lynchburg. It's a real, real, real rural area. At Infinity Downs and Oak Ridge Farm in Arrington, Virginia. Not Abington. Abington is just north of Bristol. This is more, like I said, uh, I'd say 45 minutes south of Charlottesville, maybe, in a kind of mountainous area. The festival here, the Locken Festival, is August 22nd through the 25th. The website is L-O-C-K-N-Festival.com. LockenFestival.com. Tickets on sale now. Performances. Who is at this particular festival? Some of the acts include Gary Clark Jr., Jerry Party. Also, you have Trey Anastasio Band. The Revivalist, Old Crow Medicine Show, performing on the 23rd of August, the Friday. You have Melvin Seals and JGB, Gray Humphreys Electric Trio. You have Twiddle. You have the Almond Betts Band. That sounds like some good Southern rock there. And on the final day, the Sunday, August 25th, lineup includes Bob Weir and Wolf Brothers, Jason Isbell. You have Steel Pulse. The Soul Rebels, and Keller Williams' Grateful Gospel. That's all at Locken in Arrington, Virginia, August 22nd through the 25th. Make plans now to get to that part of Virginia. If you're, like I said, if you're kind of into music festivals and stuff, you got to, a lot of you got to take your own blanket and other things to help you have a good time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay, that's. Your list of music festivals, most of which are more of the rock and uh, alternative blend of music. A little little blues. We didn't hear hardly anything country-related. So, in defense of country music, John Rawl to the rescue here. Now, this is not quite the same as all these other ones that are held in rural places and kind of you kind of camp out there and hope for the best. This is in downtown Nashville at the big football stadium, Nissan Stadium. It's the CMA Music Festival. And in some cases, you can actually meet the artist if you're lucky enough to go to some of the events. 
at this year's music festival in Nashville. Now that is this year, June 6th through the 9th. And I have the lineup of some of the headliners at Nissan Stadium. Starting on the Thursday, June 6th, it's going to be Florida Georgia Line, Rascal Flats, Brothers Osborne, Kelsey Ballerina, and Kane Brown. Those are your performance that first night of the cma music festival when we go to the friday night lineup that is carrie underwood the new mama dan and shay thomas Rhett, and little big town and others there on the friday the saturday lineup at cma music festival tim mcgraw luke combs dirks bentley and miranda lambert and pistol andy's all stacked into the nissan stadium forecasts for saturday june 8th and then that last day remember all this is taped and it ends up being i think a cbs or abc special usually in august the final day of the music festival luke bryan keith urban Marin morris and old dominion all performing at nissan stadium those are just your headline acts remember at the cma music festival across the cumberland and in the lower broadway section of nashville they've got a lot of other artists some of which you've heard of some are just looking for that extra break some of those performances are even free in fact at y'all we're working on some stuff where we'll have a presence at the cma music festival and invite people out for some performances and maybe i'll sign an autograph or two (laughs) who wants my autograph but to yeah, I'll sign an autograph, especially if it's like on the on your back. I want somebody to come up and say, hey, sign my hairy back. I'll be happy to do that. But we have all that planned, and we'll roll out more details. But that's the CMA Music Festival. So, again, starting back from the top of our list of music festivals coming to Dixie over the next few months. Starting April 25th through May 5th, it's the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. On May 3rd through the 5th, the Bill Street Music Festival in Memphis, Tennessee in may on the same weekend as bill street in atlanta may 3rd through 5th it's the shaking knees festival gulf shores alabama may 16th through the 19th it's the hangout fest in southern middle tennessee in the town of manchester it's the annual bonnaroo music and arts festival taking place june 13th through the 16th and in louisville kentucky it's the forecastle festival july 12th through 14th the Lockin' Festival in Arrington, Virginia, August 22nd through the 25th. And that extra super added value, super duper bonus, the CMA Music Festival is June 6th through 9th. And I don't need to tell you where that is. That's in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. And that is your Festive South Music Festival edition on today's Y'all Show. Well, hang on. When we come back, we're going to talk SEC in the Sweet 16. We've got audio from a couple of the key coaches involved in this week's NCAA tournament. Rick Barnes of Tennessee, Bruce Pearl of War Eagle, Auburn, and LSU's interim head coach, Tony Benford, all coming up next. Plus, we have football talk, too, before we end up the show today. That's coming up on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car! You're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved and made his other dream come true. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Tennessee Vols getting ready to play a little Sweet 16 basketball this evening. And we'll hear from their head coach in just a second. Welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And this is our weekly look at all things SEC. But because the Sweet 16 is kind of a big deal, let me tell you who all is playing tonight and tomorrow in Sweet 16. And then we'll focus on the four representatives of the SEC that are suiting up in this latest round of the NCAA tournament. The fun begins tonight with Florida State and Gonzaga. That is a 709-609 Central tip on CBS from Anaheim, California. That's an early tip out in the left coast. The second game features Purdue and those Tennessee Vols. It's the number three seed Boilermakers and the number two seed Vols from Louisville, Kentucky's KFC Yum Center. That tips off at 729 Rocky Top Time, 629 Central, and that's on TBS tonight. Texas Tech, the only representative from the Big 12, the Red Raiders, and the Michigan Wolverines tip at 939 Eastern, 839 Lubbock Time on CBS. That game also in Anaheim, California. And then the last game tonight features the number one seed Virginia Cavaliers and the Oregon Ducks from Louisville. That is a 9.57 Eastern, 8.57 Central Time tip on TBS. Now, the games tomorrow, you got three SEC teams that will be suiting up tomorrow. The first game Friday is LSU and Michigan State. That game tips off at 7.09 Eastern and 6.09 Central from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. on CBS. War Eagle, Auburn takes on number one seed North Carolina from Kansas City. That game on TBS tipping off at 729 Chapel Hill time and 629 Kansas City time tomorrow night. Now, Duke, another number one seed from the ACC. They have an ACC opponent in Virginia Tech. 
That game's a 9.39 Eastern, 8.39 Central tip on CBS from D.C. And then the final game Friday is the number three seed Houston Cougars out of the American taking on the SEC's Kentucky Wildcats. That is a 9.59 Eastern, 8.59 Central, and that's if the game before it finishes up on time. A lot of times these times change, especially the latter game. But that's scheduled to be a 8.59 Central tip from Kansas City on TBS, the Big Blue Nation, and the Houston Cougars. And so that's your that's your games lined up for the Sweet 16 over the next 24 to 48 hours. And again, the SEC with four representatives in the tournament now tennessee is the team that's going to be playing first that's tonight again 729 629 central on tbs the vols and the purdue boilermakers out of the big 10 well coach rick barnes of tennessee spoke going into this week's game and let's go to rocky top and hear the affable head coach talk about his big orange basketball team well i think one you talk about it and you and you talk about you're very transparent through the recruiting process and I think that when you, and our coaches do probably spend more time than people might think getting to know players. And once they realize that, hey, this is a person that we really like, and you get to know them and you do as much work as you can around it. But you also realize that uh, they, they don't understand exactly what it takes to play at the very highest level. And But the fact is, if you know that their attitude is there, and, and, and you really can get a feel for it and, and know that – and you but you tell them it's going to be harder than anything you've ever done because you're now going to take it to a level where, you know, everybody on your team was the best player on their high school basketball team and or their best player on whatever – wherever they're coming from. And and uh, and you and you let them know it's, it's going to be hard, but we're going to – it's an everyday process. You know, we're going, to, we're going to work with you. We're going to stay with you, and we're going to hope that – if you do your part, we're going to do our part, and it's going to work out. Rick, uh, you talked a lot about Admiral keeping himself out in overtime. I saw there were several instances where he was up in the coach's box, pointing out, giving people advice. Have you ever had a player like that? And if so, who would that have been? No, again, I, I really respect Admiral and admire him for that because, you know, he had, he had four fouls, and he, he, he was watching the game. He knew that once, once he went right back in the game, they were going to try to post him up, go at him, and do that and that. And he was the one that said, hey – Kyle's got to guard. He's got to do that because at that point in time of the matchups, and uh, so he so he was aware of it and and he knew it. And but uh, he he was as adamant as anybody I've ever seen about. It. Kyle's got to stay in the game. He's he's the guy that's got to stay in there. And you do admire a player that's willing to do that. And uh, and uh, but he stayed engaged, and and uh, that's what you want to see. The Tennessee Vols head coach Rick Barnes talking as his team get ready to take Purdue tonight in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament. Turning the page to tomorrow, LSU and Michigan State face off on CBS. They're the first game Friday evening. And the Tigers head basketball coach, he's kind of an interim coach at this point, but he had a chance to talk to the media this week. Tony Benford coaching the Tigers into the Sweet 16. Let's go hear from the coaches. He gets his ready team ready to take on Tom Izzo and the Spartans. First of all, they have a great Hall of Fame coach and one of the greatest coaches of all time, Coach Izzo, and he does a tremendous job. Uh, they're as good as anybody in the country on 
on the off and with their offense, they're very efficient and also defensively. Uh, the, the main thing you got to do with them is you, you got to do a great job in your transition defense. You got to keep them out of transition. They score thirty percent of their points in transition, and we try to you know we got to get back and make them play against our set defense. And then uh, you know we, offensively we got to really execute because their defense they're they're number three in the country in field goal percentage defense and, and uh, scoring defense are top twenty. So we're going to have to do a great job on on you know with our offense and our defense. Our offense got to help our defense. So uh, we're looking forward to challenge. We, we had a great practice today. We'll go again in the morning and uh, we'll do a lot of uh, film work and, and we'll be prepared uh, for on Friday. How much do you stress total team defense? It looks like the Spartans really spread around their scoring and yeah. everyone's capable. Well, it, it, obviously they have a great player, uh, player of the year in the league, Cassius Winston. He's really talented. He reminds me, when I was at Marquette, uh, you guys, Kimba Walker, who's at, with the uh, Charlotte Hornets, he reminds me of Kimba, you know, with his ability to score at all three levels. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on the defense uh, in transition. And, and then they have uh, really good uh, inside players. Uh, uh, they got uh, Tillman, who's uh, very strong in the low post, and, and Nick Ward and uh, Gomes, they have a really good low post. Then uh, probably the X factor is, is Matt uh, uh, McQuaid. He's a really good shooter. He's a kid I've known when I was at North Texas. I knew him a long time. Uh, I know him and know his dad. And he's a really good player, great leader for him. So they're just a solid all-around team. LSU's interim basketball coach Tony Benford speaking there earlier this week as his Tigers and Michigan State tee it up in Washington, D.C. tomorrow night. That's the first game Friday evening televised on CBS. After that game tips, the Auburn Tigers take on UNC in Kansas City, Missouri. Bruce Pearl's team, a great team this year. They won the SEC basketball tournament in Nashville the other Sunday, and they went and defeated Kansas. Kansas thought they were going to stroll into Kansas City as the team to beat this weekend, but Auburn kind of said, no, rock chalk, I don't think so. War Eagle to you. And so the Plainsman waltz in to KC to take on North Carolina. Bruce Pearl, he did great things on Rocky Top. Now he's doing great things on the Plains. He spoke this week heading into the matchup with UNC and Roy Williams. Here is the coach of Auburn on the Y'all Show. We're very excited to still be working. Um, And I guess working coaching basketball because had we not advanced, uh, we'd be shifting gears to recruiting and and uh, scheduling and um, getting the guys uh, academically finishing up and start talking about who's going to the draft and, and all that stuff. But we uh, that gets to put off for another week or two, hopefully. So anyways, we're very excited about, uh, about still being alive in this tournament. Very grateful for uh, the incredible response that we've uh, felt from our Arvin family and faithful. It's, been, it's just been wonderful. It means a lot to us because it means so much to everybody else. Um, we uh, um, just a you know quick recap. Um, I think that uh, we knew going in we had a tough draw in that first game. Uh, we we're the only five to survive the first round. Uh, we knew Mexico State was going to be a really really good team, and they were. Um, we may not have played our best. But they had a lot to do with it, and uh, and certainly we're fortunate to to be able to uh, survive in advance because we didn't close the game well at all. We made a lot of mistakes and could have cost us. Um, we were tired after four games in Nashville. Um, the travel, the time change, the altitude, the early morning start. We were tired. I mean, I it was not going to be it was not going to be excuse had we lost, but it would have been a factor. Um, 
And then it was interesting. Everybody talked about the quick turnaround playing on Saturday night, and it felt like an eternity <laughs> from when we played New Mexico State on Thursday morning. And our kids were fresh with those two days off, a uh, day and a half off, and we obviously looked like it. We played great basketball in the first half against Kansas, um, and it was fun. Auburn basketball skipper Bruce Pearl speaking before his team takes on North Carolina tomorrow night, 729 Eastern, 629 Central on TBS from KC. And the other SEC team that suits up tomorrow night, Kentucky, the Wildcats in Houston, tipping off late on TBS from Kansas City, Missouri. And good luck to the four SEC representatives in Sweet 16. Now we have some personnel maneuvers in college basketball to discuss from the SEC, the Alabama Crimson Tide have hired the head basketball coach from Buffalo. Nate Oates will be the new coach of the Crimson Tide. He's 44 years old, and he replaces Avery Johnson, who had come into Tuscaloosa with a lot of fanfare because he had been a head basketball coach in the NBA and had starred in the NBA as a player. But Alabama and Johnson parted ways last week after four seasons in T-Town, and now Coach Oates comes to the capstone to try to fix what's wrong with Alabama. Alabama, I think, was like the last team out of the this year's NCAA tournament. So they're they're not far away. They they should have been in it in some eyes, but then they had that NIT game where they lost to a team most people had never heard of. So Greg Byrne made a decision to make a new coach happen, and now Nate Oates is the new head basketball coach at alabama buffalo went to three ncaa tournaments in oates's four season going 96 and 43 and they just lost five mac games combined over the past two seasons oates signed a contract extension with buffalo two weeks ago that would have kept him with the bulls through 2024 and that extension raised his buyout amount to uh, three quarters of a million dollars but he is Moving on, I guess Alabama's got a few extra dollars, and they're going to pay off that and and get him to Tuscaloosa to be the new head coach. Nate Oates, your new men's basketball coach for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Other basketball news from a player personnel in men's college basketball. Two players for Michael White's Florida Gator teams are looking to transfer as officials in Gainesville say guards DeAndre Ballard and Mike Okaro put their names into the NCAA's transfer portal this week, joining fourth-year junior Keith Stone and leaving Coach White's program. Stone announced plans Tuesday to transfer following his expected graduation this summer. Ballard's a six-foot-five sophomore from Atlanta, averaged 4.6 points per game. Okaro is a six-foot-three sophomore from Raleigh, North Carolina, and he was a backup on the Gator basketball team. And then. Chase Johnson left the program in December, so a lot of departures for Coach Michael White, and he'll have four open scholarships for the 2019-20 season. So good luck to Coach White. His team did make it into the NCAA tournament this year, even won that first-round game, but couldn't advance to the Sweet 16, and Florida basketball looking to reload for next year. Women's college basketball, after seven seasons at the helm in Knoxville, Holly Warlick was let go as the coach of the Lady Vols on Wednesday. She played for the head coach of the greatest women's basketball coach ever, Pat Summit, and was kind of her handpicked successor when Coach Summit had to leave the program for health reasons seven years ago. 
and now Warlick, relieved of her duties as Tennessee's women's basketball coach, and a search begins for UT. But this season was a great example of how things have changed with her at the helm. The Lady Vols were 19-13 and 13 this season, lost to UCLA in the first round of the tournament, and just I think they had a they were seven and nine in the SEC this season. Tennessee, the Lady Vols had a losing record, and now she is out as head coach on Rocky Top as Tennessee parts ways. She had a overall one seventy two sixty seven record in the seven seasons that she coached Tennessee, but no national championships. And then you've seen the emergence of Mississippi State and South Carolina dominate the SEC. And I know that had to make Tennessee fans quite, quite upset with the women's program. And now they make a change, even though the UT lady program, they got back into the NCAA tournament this year. That's not good enough for a a marquee program in women's college basketball. We have Tennessee football news coming up next. And it's not good news as the Vols have suspended a player. Also, we'll hear from the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, Kirby Smart. And our SEC Spotlight Football Edition coming up after the break on y'all as we close out this Thursday edition. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's observe the inflatable noodle man. His constant undulating entices people to look at me, look at me. He's tireless and brainless, a literal airhead. Curiously, however, the inflatable noodle man, when hearing that Geico not only saves people money, but also has an award-winning app that makes it easy to manage one's policy, he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Just ask an inflatable noodle man. Carefully, they are unpredictable creatures. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. (laughs) Woohoo! No wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Some good Georgia Bulldog music for you here as we close up the Thursday show in this segment. 
But right now, before we get to the head coach of the dogs, Kirby Smart, let me tell you about something that's happened on Rocky Top football-wise. They fired Holly Warlick yesterday for the women's college basketball program, but the Tennessee football program has suspended defensive back Kenneth George Jr. indefinitely after police say he punched an officer on the side of the head last week. Volunteer coach Jeremy Pruitt said in a statement that the team does not tolerate behavior like that and that they're going to support all law enforcement that they come in contact with. At the same time, they're going to support Kenneth through this, and we'll see where it goes. The 22-year-old faces felony charges of battery on an officer and resisting an officer with violence and misdemeanor charges of resisting an officer without violence and disorderly conduct. This according to the Miami Beach Police Department. He was arrested just before 3.30 a.m. last Thursday when Tennessee was on spring break. This redshirt junior from Lafayette, Louisiana, arrested. He played four games and made three tackles for the Vols in 2018. He's a redshirt junior and now suspended indefinitely after allegedly striking an officer on the side of the head in Miami Beach last week. The Georgia Bulldog football program continues its spring drills. Kirby Smart, his team has been right on the cusp of a national championship for a few years. And overall, he's fairly happy, although uh, his some of his players made the news for the wrong reason the other day. And Coach Smart addressed that in his press conference in Athens this week. He's also excited about the five defensive linemen in his 2019 signing class. That will be an added bonus to the Georgia Bulldog football program in 2019. But he thinks the outside linebackers can help Georgia create some havoc on defense this year. And overall, tennis, uh, Georgia, with opponents like Tennessee on the rise, Vanderbilt, they, they were okay last year, got to a bowl game in the East, South Carolina. They got to a bowl game, but they kind of took that day off. And, you, you know, Georgia with a, a good season, winning the SEC East, but Florida can't leave them out. That's a program also on the rise. Kirby Smart's got competition, and he knows it. And he spoke this week to the media. Let's go here from the head coach of Georgia. I mean, we, we, we don't have I any, mean, like, defensive line is, like, super thin. And I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm whining to the masses because everybody, every coach will tell you we don't have enough defensive linemen. You know, Jordan is Jordan's pushing hard. Jordan works really hard. He's, he's working to control his weight. Jordan's not – he's not playing to the level that he was mid-season, end of the season, you know. He's not there right now, but he's he's working hard. Jordan gives us a, a – Jordan comes in and works cardio more than anybody we got. I mean, if I ran as much as Jordan, my wife would be happy because I'd be skinny. Um, but Jordan's got to fight that battle, and he knows it. And we don't have enough depth there. I thought Devontae Wyatt is the guy that's really been competitive and done some uh, – some good things. He was starting to grow up in the season. And there's something about these guys in that second spring where they start to kind of click and get it. Uh, we need some, you know, our, our help is on the way there. It's just not here. You heard you talk a little bit about the center position last week. How would you say that Jamari Salyer is fitting in that discussion right now? I'd say he's in three, four practices, he's most improved offensive lineman. Now, it's not center because he's, he's, he's working at center as a candidate, but he's working at right tackle and right guard. And uh, I'll tell you something. He's played quick. The biggest jump has been that guy. And you kept waiting on it because you knew that you were getting a really talented player. We, I didn't see the Jamari I've seen this spring. I didn't see that any in the fall. And he, he's challenging some guys. He's making 
other guys work hard. And you know, I didn't know if the guy could be a right tackle. Well, he's gone out right tackle, played well. He's gone out right guard, played well. He goes to center and blocks Jordan Davis. And then you start going, who is that? That's, that's Jamari. Well, who's that at right guard? That's Jamari. Jamari's done some good things. And uh, we gave him some look today uh, with the ones. And we'll continue to do that if he continues to play well. Georgia head football coach Kirby Smart. As we close out today's show, speaking earlier in the week, Georgia's spring game, the G-Day Red and Black game, will be held in Athens on April 20th at 2 p.m., televised on the SEC Network. And then the 2019 season begins for Georgia in Music City as they take on the Vanderbilt Commodores on August 31st. And that, our little spotlight of Georgia Bulldog football Wrapping up this Thursday edition in our SEC Spotlight. A reminder, you got four teams of the SEC in the Sweet 16, and we wish them, as well as all the other Southern programs, the best in March Madness. Well, thanks for listening to y'all. We'll be right back here tomorrow to close out the week. We have a very special guest coming on tomorrow. It's Jason Nall, Executive Director of Southern States Junior Classics. He's going to come on and talk about pro golf, both the LPGA and the PGA Tour. What's going to happen next weekend at Augusta is they're having a women's amateur there and some other cool stuff going on with golf across Dixie. Jason Nall in our y'all.com Southern Golf Report, our very first report coming your way tomorrow on y'all. You don't want to miss it. And I'll see you at the clubhouse. Thanks for listening to y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. User get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, 
How could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org/caregiving. Articles, tips and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.